Just what is it that you want to do? Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. Well, wait, baby, let's go. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a party. Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. It's time for five questions. Five is right up. Man, let me ask you something. I got a question. Only on ESPN New Hampshire. You don't have to answer the question. I'll answer the question. 900 AM Nashua. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. Calm down. 1250 AM Manchester. What did you say? At ESPNNHradio.com. Thank you for all your cooperation. Right back here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. It is time for five questions, and this week, Dave has the honors. Indeed. Brian. Hit me. Talking baseball. Ooh. Sheesh. Are we really? What is this? We hey, <laughs> what else did you want for a buzzer, I man? wanted Come something on. fun. Something more electric. Yeah. I'm sorry. Maybe the electric lazy. slide. Lazy. Yeah, right? The electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Anyway, uh, question number one, guys. It's April 1st, uh, so tell me about some April Fool's pranks. What do you think? Uh, best thing you've ever come up with? What? Uh, what's your favorite that you've seen? Anything at all just pertaining to April Fool's jokes? I, I got one. Pranks. So I used to work for the P Bruins, and my employees used to just rag on me all the time in the office. Mm. So I wrote up this like two-page summary about what's been happening in the office. And I was really, like, upset about it. Upset. So I wrote it to my, my uh, VP of sales. But I sent it. but it, And I CC'd both of them on it. Okay. But I uh, messed up the, the last name and the email address. Okay. So it's still sent to the guys. But they, th- they, they looked at it quick, the last name. And they're like, he's like, Mark, what are you doing? What are you doing? And so my, my boss comes in, right? And he, he's, like, just asking them random questions about stuff. And uh, these guys are getting really, really nervous. They're like, Mark, why would you send that? Okay. And I was like, I was like, because. And, and, like, just was like, what are you talking about? I was like, oh, nothing. Don't worry about it. You'll probably see it later. But um, so my boss leaves the room. And I go, guys, check out the email address. I spelt his last name wrong on purpose. I CC'd you guys on it so that you guys would stop making fun of me in the office. <laughs> Happy April Fools, you morons. <laughs> Wait a minute. So you spelled the names wrong of the people that you were sending the email to? No, no just the, the VP, the, so the boss. So they think so, that he was included on the chain. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So I CC'd both of them on the email. So people started freaking out because you CC'd two people that they wouldn't want CC'd on, the, on that email. Right, because I, I was throwing them under the bus. But the email was but wrong. the email address was <laughs> wrong. It was well, great it was though, because they were they were so nervous. They're like, "Oh my god, you're gonna get me yeah, fired!" Right. Yeah, you made them freak out. Yeah, it was pretty hilarious. Sweet. Pretty sweet. Uh, let's see. I yeah, I'm a little bit of a prankster uh, amongst my family and group of friends. I mean, you throw ice balls at children. I, right. Well, that's not really a prank. That's just mean. Prank. <laughs> <laughs> ice ball. There's an ice ball to the face. Get off my lawn. Hey, uh, uh, she's on you. Uh, Ashish, it's not baseball season, it's ice ball season <laughs> outside. Right. Well, you know, in the last couple of years, I've pulled two pranks, and one was sort of a group effort, uh, and for some reason, they always involve Julian Edelman. I have no idea oh, why. Oh, I, I thought you were going to talk about the prank where you made fun of that poor kid 
What? Oh, that. No, no, no. That, that was just that was mean. That was a weird thing that I did. Yeah. Let's not go there. That was just mean. Poor Kyle. I'm sorry, Kyle. Okay, so um, you know, a couple years ago, uh, me and a bunch of my friends were going out to have drinks in in the city, and uh, one of my friends pulled out at the last minute. She's like, "Yeah, I'm kind of feeling a little tired. I'm gonna stay home and watch Netflix." And we're all kind of pissed. We're like, "Hey, we made this plan a week ago." So then one of my friends was like, "Okay, we're gonna have you know the night of our lives. We're gonna have like I don't know, Mark Wahlberg's gonna show up, Tupac's back from the dead." And I was like, "No, no, no, no. It has to be believable. We have to make it seem Realistic. like something crazy happened." Yeah. And she missed it. So then my friend actually had another one of his friends text a picture of Julian Edelman at a bar that he was at two weeks ago and he was like let's convince her that Edelman showed up and bought everyone drinks and I have a picture of him at a bar from a cell phone that actually kind of you know corroborates the story so we sent her the picture we're like oh my god oh my god Julian Edelman showed up he bought his shots and she's like what no way keep him there I'll be there in 15 minutes I swear to god and we're like nah sorry it's too late he left we carried this out by the way with perfect execution and she <laughs> believed it for a year and a half we kept the story oh. going for a year and a half That's so it's long con it's yeah it, it became more than a prank it became a flat out lie right. I, <laughs> I would have had her come out and then, no, and but then what happened was, well, I mean, no, we, yeah, that's true. Make her come out and be like, oh, sorry. You just Either way, me. it's funny, but. But <laughs> we, we weren't that mean. And then, you know, this past Christmas, it was her birthday on December 23rd. And we said, you know what? On her birthday, let's just wish her, you know? And I said, hey, by the way, that never happened. That was all BS. <laughs> and we recorded a reaction. It was great. Was she angry? And then, oh, yeah, she was pissed. We got her, uh, rec- um, we got her reaction all recorded and everything. And then the other one you guys know about. Edelman my, trade. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the Edelman yeah. trade. My little cousin, diehard Edelman fan. She absolutely loves him. So I just did what any loving older cousin would do. I told her that Edelman got traded. Yeah. And, yeah, your uh, favorite she, person's not here anymore. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> and again, I, she was... Uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> she was 16 at the time, so I had to make it believable. So I made a fake, you know, Patriots.com headline and everything. Oh, and I recorded a fake broadcast, changed my voice. <laughs> and she bought it, and I also recorded that reaction. So, yeah, I'd say I'm the king of pranks. You put a it's lot of work in that. that. I, I love pranking people. I don't prank people. You don't? Oh, come on, Brian. <laughs> I really do. Well, don't you watch, like, Impractical Jokers and stuff? Like, do you have a favorite at all? Like, uh, that, that, they don't really pull pranks on each other, really. Isn't that all they do? No. They do. Ju- they just, like, talk. They take risks. <laughs> yeah, they take risks. It's really not, like... I'll tell you, still my all-time favorite was uh, back in high school. I think I've told you guys the story before, but our senior prank. Uh, we had a kid whose family owned a chicken farm. Oh, right. uh, the yeah. one, two, and yeah, four. Pigs. No, no, yeah. So you oh, we, pigs or chickens? You brought in two chickens. Chickens, yeah. And yeah. on the chickens, one and uh, three. You, you spray painted one and three on yeah. each of the chickens. He got they found two. both chickens. Yeah. And all day long over the PA, the principal kept saying, <laughs> "If you see a chicken uh, with the number two spray painted on it." <laughs> Please bring it to the office immediately. I mean, our senior prank, we filled little Dixie cups with water and just put them throughout multiple hallways. And you yeah. can't pick them. You yeah. have to pick them up one at a time. Well, yeah, that's annoying. And we put them on the stairs. Uh, I think the funniest one I've seen was uh, it was during like spring training. Uh, uh, a player got called into the office to like told he... Oh yeah, gonna like say. he didn't yeah, make yeah, the team. Yeah. He didn't make the team. That he made the team. Got oh. traded. But he. Uh, oh, but they, the but they told him to get traded. Uh, that he got traded instead. Oh. And then they're like, "Oh, just kidding. You're staying here. He <laughs> you was made l- it to the literally packing his stuff. Yeah. Up. <laughs> literally like, packing. Wow, his great. Up. I hate you guys now. <laughs> yeah. But I guess I'm happy to be here. <laughs> 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 All right. Question number two. We're talking baseball. We're very mean-spirited people, aren't we? Uh, sort of. Yeah. A little bit. We'll All try. Right. 
happens. People are terrible. <laughs> um, guys, the Red Sox are, in fact, starting their regular season in two days' time. They are. Nice. Uh, yeah, right around this time on Monday, uh, we will be having our first regular season baseball game. So, looking at the Red Sox, I want to know who underachieves this year and who overachieves this year. So, set an expectation level for certain players. Who underachieves based on that expectation level? Who overachieves? Okay, I'm going to say for overachieve, I think it's going to be Eduardo Rodriguez. Coming into this season, I don't have terribly high expectations of him. I think he's just going to be a guy that's going to fill out your rotation, give you a few wins, be a solid starter. I think he's actually going to be a really good pitcher for you this year. As long year. as he think, stays on the field. I think if he can stay healthy, he can seriously give you 15 wins and somewhere between like a, a 3-2 and a 3-4 ERA. I, think I can he, see that. He could be a real, like again, nothing like groundbreaker, groundbreaking. My God, I can't talk. Nothing groundbreaking or totally exciting with him, but something more than we would expect from a guy that's entering, what, his third year in the bigs. So I think Eduardo Rodriguez is going to overachieve. And then in terms of underachieve, I really hate to go here. I think it's going to be Hanley. Yeah. If, if anyone underachieves, I think we're going to see a little Chris 2015 Hanley again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's going to be the guy that we saw last year because he was, he was fantastic. I think he might be better. Mark? Uh, overachieve, I think Dustin Pedroia. I, I think DP is – Did you see him in spring? He, he's, he's he wants up. to play. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's hitting, he hit 500, basically. I, I really yeah. like him leading off, too. And oh, yeah, me too. He has to step up in the leadership role as Dave Ortiz moves on. So mm-hmm. um, a guy that I think is going to underachieve um, expectations-wise, I, I think Christian Vasquez. Um, I, I don't think – he's a great defensive-minded uh, catcher. But I, I think he is going to have a slumping year in regards to that bat. He's, I, he's always been average. <laughs> he's, no, but, he, has, he hasn't even been <laughs> average. Yeah, even. but he could hit like 150. I, yeah, I, he I think he's going to be worse than people think. Yeah. So no, we're um, not expecting much. So, so my overachieve yeah. is a duo: Pablo and Mitch Moreland. I think okay. both both the, Pablo isn't expected to do too much. Well, I, there's I think nowhere I, to go no. but up. I, for I, right. I said overachieve, not overeat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and underachieve. Yeah, it could be Chris Sale, uh, just because it's first year in Boston. Uh, maybe How also. How much though? I mean, not like not. I'm not yeah. talking like five ERA or whatnot, or yeah. like four. I, uh, I, I'm just saying it could take a step down from what we're thinking. Like a sub three ERA. Yeah. Um, and maybe like another underachiever. Maybe uh, Tyler Thornburg. He was supposed to be right. big asset and. Already not looking so hot. For right. Him. Another one for overachieve, um, maybe uh, Craig Kimbrell. Ben Attendee. Mm. I think Kimbrell yeah, needs Ben Attendee, I'm sort of expecting. Yeah. Again, not. To, I, I think he'll be AL Rookie of the Year, Ooh. so I'm sort of expecting. Well, underachieve, I got one. I think. Jackie Bradley Jr. With the bat. With the bat, yeah. Overachieving, huh? No, underachieving. 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 Jackie Bradley. I don't expect much from him at the plate. Yeah. You don't expect 20 home runs? No, I don't expect that again. He went on on a ridiculous tear last year uh, at the beginning of the season with that, what, 30-game hitting streak that he had? That's not going to happen again. Jackie Bradley Jr. is going to hit 30-plus home runs this year. Bold prediction, he hits one. (laughs) (laughs) Next question, Brian. That's not that bold. Next question. One home run. We it's a bold. We are already <laughs> running out of time on this segment. We're only at three. So, guys, uh, Bruins, Celtics, Sox, do you finally, at this moment in time in the calendar year, forget a little bit about football? 
Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think once you have all three of the other Boston sports. So the draft sort of at the is time, at the end of April. And they the try so hard to dominate the calendar. Yeah, year, I mean, like, listen. I, and right the season now, over gets the last, released in what, a week? But, to, this a week is, yeah, but this is really like, it's this. It's the last week of March to like the end of April, I feel like, where other sports actually dominate. Yeah, it's a downtime. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but for the most part, in, like the Patriots have ruled Boston now for like the last ten years since, really? Yeah, I'd say for the last ten years they pretty since much taken over. Yeah. Totally. So, uh, but yeah, I think. Uh, sorry, what was the question again? <laughs> I was really just. Like, I just went off on my do own you tangent. Finally, there. forget about football, like you personally, right now, this time of year. Yeah, I mean, like, like, where, where is your focus right now? My I focus guess. is absolutely one hundred percent on baseball because once the football season silly. ends, you too. I'm really not even thinking about anything until baseball. Well, the Bruins goes. suck, yeah, and the Celtics are going to lose. Whoa, 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 whoa. Both in, whoa, whoa. on a playoff push Hold right now. The other Bruins are barely on. Meanwhile, the Red Sox are going to be in Week One of a hundred and sixty-two game schedule. You guys are. Brian more and excited I, Brian for the are Red more Sox. baseball guys. Yeah. Like but, but my top two sports are football and baseball, and even, then comes even basketball the Celtics and go, going into the postseason and oh, first I'm place. I'm excited right for them, I'm but excited. they're my third team right. before. I can't believe you're more excited for Week One of baseball than for either the. You can't believe that when I have 30 fantasy baseball teams. <laughs> I can't. I, well, okay, fine. <laughs> well, I guess a lot <laughs> of like an average. With, I guess a lot of it has to do with how you grew up, and yeah. I always grew up being like. Football and baseball above everything yeah, else. Yeah, so. that's the same with me. Even well, at, I, even at the postseason for the other two sports. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch the Celtics postseason. I won't uh, watch the Bruins. You, well, you have to. Your sports radio <laughs> talk shows. I think it's better. You have to like it's it. Better. It's better. Yeah. It, hockey has the best postseason of it, all the it four does. sports. It I, does. I enjoy watching it, but I mean, I would rather watch a baseball game over the. You'd rather watch a, a, a baseball game in April over a. Playoff game in the NHL. That. I'd still, I'd still watch it, the NHL playoff game. Seriously, I, I, what if it's not though, the Bruins? I, no, still, no, if it's not the Bruins, then probably not. Come on, <laughs> like we know the entertainment value is higher in an NHL well, postseason. If it's an elimination game, game, if it's the third period, final two minutes elimination game tie game, then yeah, I'll watch those final two minutes. Now that's basketball. The final two minutes matter in basketball. You can sit there and watch an entire <laughs> hockey game in the postseason, and, it, and it's awesome. It, it is. Do, do, do I, I get a chance? I was going to say, Brian, do I get Mark a chance? Answered yet. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. It's okay. I think the NFL has like a behind the scenes protocol where. They kind of break news randomly. So before something's gonna happen. Exactly. Here. So like Tony Romo still being out there, you know, with, with the he's gonna Texans, replace Phil Sims. I I think it's gonna happen like a couple of weeks before the draft, because then well, no, that's when I, their season's released. No, but, yeah, but all right. So bef- a little before. So right that. now. So right right so now. So like Tuesday, like Tuesday this week, or Tuesday. or they might want to bury it and do it around the draft. Why would they want to bury but like, Tony Romo? Look at the guys like Adrian Peterson <laughs> still the, out there. The Cowboys don't want to have that out there. He's, he's so. going to be Phil Sims. But I, I really think, like, Roger Goodell tries to play it out. Oh, so, sorry. So that did. <laughs> Bruins just scored uh, Chari on a breakaway. His second goal of second his career. Second goal of the career. Who? Noel Chari. Who? Noel Chari. <laughs> he played for Providence College. He was pretty good. Who? <laughs> All right. So my point is, I think the NFL plays it out. Like, where they literally have breaking news, but they're feeding it behind the scenes, and they're like, right. we're not going to throw this out there just yet, because we already threw a big story. Let's let's sit on this for another week or so. Yeah, scheduled breaking news. Exactly. Uh, so that they can dominate the news but cycle. It is beyond right. asinine for you guys to think that MLB of a 116-game season... Seriously, the first week. Is more, is more enter- important like entertainment value? Can we just well, break I it down enjoy to that? it more. But talk about I the importance. I'm saying I enjoy it more. I, I get that, but I'm talking 
Uh, just just forget the emotions. Uh, I can't. Entertainment value. Emotions are a part of what's, the game. What's, value, I'm what's with better? Yeah. Entertainment, Entertainment value, I'm 100% value, yeah. with you, Dave. I agree with you. Dave, yeah. it, but what it comes down to what team Which do you care about? means right. you guys are crazy. No, 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 no. no. I agree with you. I, if, it's a, if it's a Bruins playoff game, I would watch it over a Red Sox regular season game. But I would not watch, like, the Penguins taking on whoever. The I would. In the postseason. Yeah, okay, fine. The postseason. I'll but ex- I will I'll say. that is fair. I'm a basketball guy, so I like March Madness. Nobody oh, ever talks about March Madness. I enjoy and it. And it gets overlooked. Yeah. And it's, like, one of the best, uh, best tournaments of the year. It's been good this year, too. So go Celtics. <laughs> March Madness. Four. Talking baseball. No, we're not. <laughs> yeah, no, we're we are. Because question four <laughs> is about the, the Bruins and the Celtics. And we got to be quick, obviously, because we're up against it here. Uh, playoff push, guys. Give me your players to bank on, and I want you to pay attention. Which players need to step up in the biggest way if their teams are to have success? So that's not necessarily who do you know is already going to step up. I got it. Who I got that it. hasn't really stepped up yet. It. For the it. Bruins and the Celtics? We'll be stepping up for the Bruins and Celtics the Bruins. if Bruins, they are to have success. It's too What? Krejci? Krejci's going to step up in that's the postseason. That's a good answer. Yeah, I, so I, suck that's it. That's the kind of answer I want, though, because you, Marshan has 38 goals. Yeah. 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 So, Idiot. so <laughs> who else besides the main guys? Oh, I got Okay, well, Tuka needs to step, step it up. I got it. Sure. And, uh, okay, fine. You said Krejci. I don't want to pick Krejci Krejci's now. a good one. Uh... For okay, the, fine. Tuka, for Tuka's for my the guy Celtics, right it's going to be Al Horford. I know he's picked it up of late, but he sucked all season. Yeah, Al Horford needs to step up. Yep. In order for the Bruins to go far. Damn, I mean, good Celtics. Pretty much I really, I really hate that I have to use the same answer as Brian, for, but I'm, I'm also going to go with Al Horford for the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm going to say uh, David Backus for the Bruins. That's Excellent a nice answer. one. And because uh, I, I think his leadership role in the playoffs will come into play immensely. Yeah, he hasn't had a great year, but boy, if he steps up in the playoffs, that'll be huge with the way he plays a physical game. For the Celtics, it's by far Marcus Smart. Yeah. Marcus Smart, good one. He, he may be the the X factor. We talked about Jalen Brown possibly, but if Marcus Smart can somehow really build a consistency throughout the game, because he does play great during clutch opportunities. He is gross from three right but now. But he is yeah, he's having yeah, a terrible he's like 30 percent from no, three or something. No, no, worse like that. than that. He was 18 percent over the last yeah, four but games. Before that, he was like 40 percent. But I'm saying not. for the season, he's oh, I'm, I meant he was like four of 19 and shooting yeah, like three shots lately. a game. And but but my point is gross. like down the stretch, if he's playing like one on one or if he needs to hit a clutch shot. He'll do it. He'll uh, do it. I'm, I'm afraid right now he's too comfortable trying to take that shot, and he needs to not take that shot right now. No, give it to Jalen. He can't make it. Yeah, Jalen Brown needs the ball. But um, I, I think I think it's Marcus Smart by far. Mm. He needs to I can definitely that. step up. Yeah. Avery Bradley, possibly a dark horse after he comes back from Kelly injury. Kelly Olenek is another one. Yeah, Kelly, I, I can do without. I uh, mean, he's a bench scorer. Not That's a, what he is. Never a fan of really Kelly. Consistent though. Yeah, I, I, like I know, but he, if he's consistently scoring off the bench, he's that could that could be an asset off the bench. But go Bruins and Celtics. This is yeah. gonna go fun. Celtics. This is All gonna right. be fun. Uh, final question. Talking baseball. I thought that was and a again, final question. Yeah, no, <laughs> definitely. I, wow. I was curious to know who the other guys are that are going to step up, except for who you'd expect to. You we know? just named everybody on the roster. Go right. ahead. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so this one's uh, back to football a little bit here because I didn't get to uh, have a take on this a couple weeks ago that I really wanted yeah, you've been to. Gone like a month. When I heard <laughs> that Brandon Cooks was here and I yeah. heard that uh, Dante Hightower is going to come back yep. here. And, and then, Malcolm Butler's and, still and here. And then there's still that. Sort a whole long wait on Malcolm Butler. It's like they might even just keep him. Even the Saints though it aren't going like to sign him. Deal. So, so, so did look, Roger Goodell tell you to do this? They're loading up big time, right? 
Yes. Right? We yeah, agree. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're loading up big time. Oh yeah, there's a window. So, yes. In my in my yes. uh, alternate universe. I agree to yes. There is a theory that I have concocted in which Bill Belichick is, uh, you know, this evil man in a hoodie in a dungeon con- concocting uh, diabolical plans yes. in order this. to crush the NFL. The <laughs> the owners, the the Darth Sidious. Goodell and every team that he plays. That is Bill Belichick in my alternate universe just coming up with ways to screw everyone over in the league. Of Dark course. Cities. In yeah. my professional opinion, Bill Belichick would like to go 19-0 this that, year. That is correct. And he won't say it out loud. No. No one would. No, obviously. But let me tell you why I'm convinced. Jimmy Garoppolo is still on this team. Yep. And I think it's for one reason. To start in my game diabolical alt-universe. It's week 17. Oh, week 17. When Sorry. it's 15-0. <laughs> And you can't possibly justify putting Tom Brady in there to start that Week 17 game. You're going to put in Jimmy Garoppolo, your NFL-ready backup quarterback, and you're going to finish off a 16-0 season without pissing off any of the teams in the league because you didn't start Tom Brady like you did against the Giants in 2007. You didn't give them a little bit of added motivation. And we're, hey, if it happens, we're it running happens, out of backtrack. Right? They, could, just they, so could you lose, know. they could lose in Week Four, <laughs> and think, it might I not think happen, we might run out. But I, the diabolical <laughs> plan is to go 19-0 this year. Do you guys agree? agree? I don't want them to. No, no, agree. don't agree. I like I said. The I think one we, I, stain I, on the whole run. No, is I, 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 I think we talked about this actually in your absence, Dave. Is I don't want them to go nineteen and zero. Yes, you do. Awesome. Yes, you do. Well, after after they go nineteen and zero. Oh wait, wait, yeah, you do. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on. Yeah, you like, do. I don't. Let me let me rephrase. I don't want them to make a run at going nineteen and zero. I don't want them. I don't want them to enter the Super Bowl eighteen and zero because I'm scarred for life. If they end up going nineteen and zero and capping it off, of course I'm going to say I'm glad they did it. Okay. Hold, yeah, on. Awesome. Hold on. I don't want them to enter <laughs> the Super Bowl 18 and 0 because I have that that burned into my memory. Right. Everybody, you, say, you take on. a game Hold at on. a time, right? You, you but go to the Super Bowl there, 18 there. and 0. There's too much pressure. Playing the Giants. Hold on. Playing the Giants. Playing the Giants. How much would that be? There's too much pressure, man. (laughs) I would rather they go to the Super Bowl with a couple of losses. That way the pressure's off. It becomes a distraction. It becomes a major. You're down 25. This is the diabolical alt-universe of Bill Belichick in which he's concocting devious plans to take down the league. You were down 25 in the Super Bowl. I understand that. If they end up going 19-0, obviously in retrospect, I'm going to be like, oh, I'm glad they did it. Guys, Miami's going to win the AFC. East anyway. I don't know why you guys talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> just, Wait, when's Tannehill coming back? <laughs> this season. Yeah. Well, just, just before we season. hit the break, you guys wouldn't be you guys wouldn't be slightly nervous. That's the only nervous. chance they have. You guys wouldn't be slightly nervous heading into the Super Bowl oh, I'd be so at nervous. 18 and 0. I'd be so nervous. It's a major distraction. We remember what happened. Hold last on, Brian. Time. I didn't get to but answer the question. All right, we need a break. They're the best dynasty of all time. They're the winningest coach and quarterback combo of all time. They have everything to lose. They could go 18 and 1 twice. They don't have to prove anything to anyone at this point. They have more Super Bowls than anyone, so they're in the basement with each other concocting a Mark, answer the question so that Dave shuts up. I'm so sick of listening to this crap. (laughs) Um, No, I'm just kidding. Um, They're stacked. They're stacked, all right? And I don't get... I said this on air. Yeah. I don't get why teams deal with Bill Belichick. I don't either. You're a moron if you do. (laughs) Just like so many of the teams hate them, right? Yeah. Like they hate their success. And then you have one of those just teams keep every offseason like, here's a great player. Keep Here, he- keep here's Brandon Cooks. Here's Stephon Gilmore. Yeah. Just just be just be better than you already were, Eighteen, Patriots. 18-1 with the Super Bowl one. Wow. All right. That uh, wraps up probably the longest five questions in the history probably of the show. Yeah, that's it. Probably that's the show. All right. We'll be back with the blast off. It'll be a quick ESPN one. New Hampshire. 
1250 ESPN New Hampshire, Manchester's local ESPN.